In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Unfortunately, our generation, if we want to describe it, will describe our generation as the distracted generation. Distracted generation. We are very, very distracted. And the technology actually added to our distraction a lot. For example, having a cell phone with you everywhere and all the time add more distraction to our life. And in this way, we don't pay attention either to ourselves or to our household and maybe to our ministry. And what actually anybody is needing right now is the human attention. That what actually everybody is looking for, human attention. When we visit our grandparents, they are looking for human attention or not be distracted. When we as clergy visit families, as I said before, they are looking for our attention, not to be sitting, but totally distracted. And St. Paul, he made it very clear in First Timothy chapter 3, verse 4 and 5, he must manage his household well. But maybe we ask ourselves, do pastors only or clergy only needs to manage their household well? No. Actually, everyone, every husband and every father have to manage his household well. So, paying attention and caring for our household because they need our care and our attention, but also will be an example for every husband and every father in the congregation how he should pay attention to his spouse, his wife, and his children. And when St. Paul said, manage his household well, he means a very caring relationship between the father and his family and caring attentiveness is actually in first timothy chapter 4 and verse 16 he says to timothy take heed yourself and to the doctrine continue in them for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you so by watching ourselves and paying attention to ourselves and to the doctorate and to our household in this way we will save ourselves and those who hear us in acts chapter 20 and verse 28 st paul says therefore take heed to yourself and to all the flock among which the holy spirit has made you overseer to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased 
with his own blood. So overseer means I see, look for the needs of the people and I care for them. And the example of the Lord Jesus Christ. And why he put here which he purchased with his own blood after he told us take heed to yourself and to all the flock. He told us here is the example of the good shepherd. How actually he cared for the church, for his bride. He purchased his bride by his own blood. There is no love greater than this. And we follow the footsteps of our great shepherd. So we need to follow this example in our household. Even St. Paul in Ephesians chapter 5, he mentioned the commandment of submission. But I usually say God has required required from men more than what he requires from women. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 25, husband, love your wives. Which example? Just as Christ also loved the church, how he loved the church and gave himself for her. So, actually he is telling us every husband should be willing to die for his wife as Christ died for the church. And another thing that he mentioned in verse 28, husband ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. As we take care of our health, of our body, pay attention, we need to, to love our spouses in the same way. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes. That's our requirement how we take care of our uh, wives, just as the Lord does the church. In the same way, husband should actually watch and pay attention to the needs of his household, be willing to die for them, be willing to inconvenience himself for them, be willing to sacrifice himself for them. So, our first is our family and when we are honest and faithful and wise this actually will be reflected in our ministry so let us look at every word St. Paul said it here the first word I like to look at it is the word manage what the word manage means the word manage means to lead or to rule over. And leading means paying attention. Leading means you should not be negligent. Leading means to respond to the need of your household. But leading implies more than responding to their needs. Maybe overseer, we can understand it, I see their needs and respond to them. But as a leader, it it means more than this. It means 
taking initiative and being proactive and taking initiative don't wait until they come and ask and express their needs but you need to be out ahead mentally and emotionally actually taking initiative thinking ahead planning ahead taking initiative sometimes we feel as long as we respond to the needs we are doing our duty we care for our families but caring is more than just as a leader a leader thinks ahead plans ahead being proactive not just reactive and taking initiative don't wait until your wife says I need your love your emotions uh, you are distracted and then you start responding you should offer this without as God who gives us more than what we ask or understand that's how God actually take care of his bride he gives more than we ask or understand that's the true leadership and if we look at the Lord Jesus Christ he did not lord it over but as a leader he gave his own life for our salvation in the same way we should not be domineering should not be abusing God's authority to us but we need to be gentle and using this authority to build up the, the household and the church of God in practical terms mean we need to choose to inconvenience ourselves for the sake of our families Maybe that is the narrow gate that the husbands should walk in. This is a difficult way in which we should walk in when we inconvenience ourselves in order to take care and to lead our families. Also the word manage, as I said, means to take care. And St. Paul actually, after used the word manage, He used the word care. He said, if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how will he care? And the word care that's used in 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 5, this word we see it only two times in the New Testament. I'm speaking about the Greek. These two times we find them in the parable of the Good Samaritan. If we read this parable, he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he set him on his own animal and brought him to an inn and took care took care of him. The same word care here in Greek is the same word in First Timothy chapter three verse five. And the next day he took out two denarii and give them to the inner keeper saying take care the second time of him 
and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I come back. So, that kind of taking care for our families should be with the energy, with the gentleness, with the strength, with the compassion, with the gentleness, with the diligence, with the love of this Good Samaritan. And all of us will know the Good Samaritan points to our Lord Jesus Christ. The Good Samaritan was able to see and to recognize that this person needs help. Number two, he had compassion in his heart. Number three, he extended his hand to help this person. Number four, although this person was an enemy to him, because he was Jewish and he is Samaritan. So that is taking care. Taking care is the ability to see the needs of others without them speaking, and to be proactive, and to be initiative. And number two, we need to develop this compassion on our heart. So we will not do it as a duty, but we do it from our heart. And number three, we need to extend our hand to do whatever is needed and above. And the last point, even if there is conflict, if there is tension, if there is disagreement with other members in the household, that's taking care. The same word that's used in the parable of the Good Samaritan is the same word used in First Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. And he did not say manage his household, period, but he said manage his household well. And the word well means this household should be fruitful, not failure. Fruitful actually in the behavior of the household, in our children, how they grow in the image and likeness of Christ how the whole household is an example to other families in the church and the church imitate. So this household should have healthy communication, productivity, fruitfulness, example to every other family in the church. And if there is a moment of disagreement or conflict, which happens in all household. Here, and every father, as a leader, immediately recognize the strain, renew his attentiveness, make a plan, respond by giving more of himself in order to relieve the burden from the family and to restore the harmony in the family. If the husband is the head of the family, head doesn't mean to be crowned 
and every other person to serve him. But head means to be a shoulder, to carry the burdens of others. As the Lord Jesus Christ, his lordship was upon his shoulder. Being the head on the shoulder. What does it mean to carry the burdens of others on the shoulder? As he carried the lost sheep on his shoulder, as he carried the cross, as he carried our sins, that is the meaning of the head of the household. Do we give enough attention to our children? Do we give enough time to our spouses? Do we have time to see how they are growing? To manage his household and household, we have different relationships. For example, we have the wife and we have the children and sometimes maybe our parents live with us or our in-laws live with us. So how actually to manage the household well? Managing the household means to manage the people as well as also to manage other things like finances, of the of the family etc and caring well for the people is the most challenging although managing the materials is important and can relieve the family from a lot of worries but managing the members is very challenging and how to take care of your wife is different than how to take care of your children. And the first and most important person in your household is your wife. And we are required to take care of our wives as Christ is taking care of his bride the church. Your wife is not only a subject of your care, but also she is a co-manager with you. As we read in First Timothy chapter 5 and verse 14, when he said, Therefore I desire that the younger widows marry, bear children, manage the house. So married wives, they are responsible to manage their houses. So they are co-manager, co-manager. So here your wife, there are two dimensions here. To be the subject of your care and also to deal with her as co-manager, associate, as we read in Genesis, a helper fit for him. So a good manager treats his co-manager differently than others. Don't treat your wife as children, meaning maybe some things you will keep it confidential from your children, but you should not keep it confidential from your wife. God designed our household not for the man 
to be a king and the wife to be subject under him but to be if he is a king she is a queen so she is a queen and she carries also a responsibility with him in managing the household so being ahead means to go ahead in conflict if there is a conflict between you and, and your wife and being the first to reconcile and to apologize if you do something wrong the Lord Jesus Christ as he had he came and incarnate and became man to reconcile us with himself and with the Father being the head means to take initiative when no one else wants to being the head means to treat your wife with kindness and gentleness even when she is not kind to you because as St. Paul said if we are unfaithful to God does this nullify the faithfulness of God? no God will remain faithful even if are not faithful being the head means to exercise true strengths by inconveniencing yourself to secure your wife good not to serve myself but to serve her many wives they have concern about husband spend his time how all the day he is busy he doesn't even call or send a text message even if he comes very late he is not involved he is leaving the whole responsibility of the household on his wife not right and with good time management I should be able to pay attention to my family husband be sensitive and sets right boundaries in order not to provoke jealousy for his wife to set boundaries right boundaries with those who deals with us unwisely how and every father takes care of his children في أي أن فيرس تمسي شابتر 3 and verse 4 can be understood in two different ways بس الحقيقة two different ways they are not contradicting but complementing each other لما بيقول who rules his own house well having his children in submission with all reverence so the word all reverence then ترجع على مين هل ترجع ان الشيلدرين الريفرنت ولا بترجع how and every father teaches his children submission in all reverence but there is no actually contradiction between both because if I teach my children submission in all reverence then they will be reverent they cannot be reverent without me raising them with reverence and reverence in other translation with dignity which means 
there are dignified ways to raise submissive children, and there are undignified ways to raise submissive children. So, which way احنا, we, are, we are using if we are abusive parent to our children, then we cannot raise actually godly children with reverence or with dignity. But we need actually to raise our children in, in submission but with all reverence. As St. Paul said, fathers do not provoke your children to anger but bring them in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. It is very wrong to say to your children how you behave in this way. Because the message here you need to change your behavior not because your behavior is wrong. Our master to all you embarrassed me in the church. It's better than to all in the Ibn Rabbin. That's why he should not do this behavior, this wrong behavior, because he is son of God or daughter of God. Don't, your wives. No, she is a daughter of God before she is his wife. إن إحنا لما نيجي نتكلم لنتكلم لأن ولادنا وزوجاتنا ولاد ربنا المهم إن أنا أبص لنفسي إن أنا ابن ربنا زي ما إحنا أصلا لو أنا جيت بقول إيه أنا كاهن ما يصحش أعمل كده طب هو يعني لو أنا علماني يصح أعمل كده ولا ما يصحش ما هي لو غلط غلط لو أنا كاهن أو علماني وإلا الخوف من الحتة دي انها تدخل الواحد في الرياء انها بكرس so in front of the people to keep the image I behave in a certain way or my wife behaves in a certain way or my children behaves in a certain way but away from the church and away from the congregation I, I behave differently الواحد عنده طابل standard لاني what I'm trying to do I'm trying to make an image in front of the congregation. I'm not trying to transform my heart from within to be transformed into the image and likeness of God. فبلاش نحطهم في قالب معين لكن مطلوب علاقتهم هي من خلال علاقتهم بربنا. Who I am in Christ more than يعني أنا مهم في جدول to make a quality time for them not only one uh, once a week ولكن it has to be خصوصا الولاد وزوجتك it has to be more than uh, once a week بمعنى إن مثلا from three to five every day. This time actually can be for your 
home, your wife and your children. مثلا لو تقدروا تصلوا مع بعض بالليل تقضوا وتصلوا مثلا الغروب انت وزوجتك وولادك دي حاجة كويسة بتتجمعوا كله لو تقدروا تاخدوا ميل مع بعض دي حاجة كويسة وتاخد وقت تلعب بيه مع ولادك لو هم صغيرين دي حاجة كويسة it, it increases the bond احيانا ولادنا we need to understand what they go through ولادنا احيانا they feel rejected من الشيرش كيدز لأنه يقولك ده هيقول كل حاجة لابون فما بردوش يلعبوا معاهم ما بردوش يخدوهم معاهم بر I, I have to understand what they are going through وتلاقي الولد أو البنت بيتعبان لإني الولاد التانيين مش عايزين يعني to mingle with him or with her so the feeling of being rejected it's difficult فأنت you need to know this and ولو ولادك ابتدوا يجيبوا لك أخبار وقفهم علشان أولا ما تعودوش على العادة الغلط دي وفي نفس الوقت شوية بشوية لو هم أحيانا الأصدقاء يعملونهم تست كده فيشوفوا كده الموضوع ده هيوصل لأبونا ولا لا فلو ما وصلش لابونا يبقى نجحوا في الاختبار يعملوا لهم اختبار تاني ويشوف ده هيوصل لابونا ولا لا فبرضو ديا هتساعد ولادك ان هما to build health relationships مع الاخرين اخر نقطة عايز اتكلم عليها يمكن السؤال اللي ممكن يعني بعدين يطرحه طيب أنا I will take care of my wife and my children Who will take care of me? Who will take care of me? أول حاجة طبعا أن الأب كاهن خدمته ووقفه على المسبح ديا لا تقدر بأي ثمن يعني The power and the strength that we receive from the altar of God and serving the mistress of God this should be I can say the only and the main source of power and strength we need to learn how to put all our struggles or our anxieties all our worries on the altar when I look on the things they helped me and started helping me until now الصلاة والصوم believe me أنا بقولش كلام دواعز يعني مثلا many people who actually attacked me and all what I did I just prayed for them by name for a very very long time and then miraculously God changed their heart that's the power of prayer we went through many many challenges in the diocese so prayer and fasting very very powerful tool 
خصوصاً the divine liturgy. عشان كده أنا متفق مع الأباء كهنا عندنا قلت لهم بصوا لو ما عملناش أي حاجة على الأقل نصلي لبعض في القداس بالاسم يعني we need to mention every single priest in the diocese when we pray ولما يكون زار كناس عندنا تلاقوا في كشف بأسماء الكهنة والرهبان والمكرسين كل موجود على المسبح لأني مش مجرد حاطين الكشف ده على المسبح no I, I, I require from every clergy إن هو يصلي من أجل يعني كل الخدام بتوع البرشية واحد واحد بالاسم ودي فرق very powerful believe me very powerful طبعا أنت بتصلي من أجل زوجتك من أول أولادك في كل قداس بتصلي من أجلهم بالاسم طبعا في صلواتك الخاصة فهو كيرز أباوت أبونا هيمسلف ربنا أنت يقار a minister, a servant of the Lord and God takes care of you in everything you do He will give you the strength you need He will give you the wisdom you need He will give you the power you need He will give you the endurance you need He will give you everything you need because you are serving His church you are managing His bride so definitely Rabbina will give you whatever you need in order if we have sufficiency in everything we will grow in every good deed وانا بقى strong believer في الجزء اللي هي موجودة في رسالة بورس الرسول ولحن بقانا في القداس لكي ازمانيلنا الكفاية في كل شيء نزداد في كل عمل الصالح so when actually we, are, we have sufficiency in everything we will abound in every good deed not uh, materialistic only but in every other aspect they should feel loved, cared for, accepted, supported, etc. وبالمناسبة كلمة إفروشي بالإبتي معناها الكفاية مش الكفاف أغلبنا بيقول إذننا الكفاف في كل شيء دي ترجمة مش دقيقة هي بالإنجليز من الترجمة صح sufficiency لكي إزمانلنا الكفاية في كل شيء نزداد في كل عمل الصالح ربنا يدينا نعمة ان احنا نخدمه بأمانة وبر ناخد بالنا من أسرنا زوجاتنا أولادنا علشان نمجد ربنا وزي ما احنا نقدر ناخد بالنا من أسرنا وأولادنا ناخد بالنا من تتكير of the church of God and glory to God forever and ever Amen